Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. talked about him all the time with my friends and I was like I just hope he calls me and you know when he called me six months later (laughs) six months later Welcome to the Miseducate podcast. My name is Sarah Gathugu, host and owner of the Miseducate blog and now podcast. This podcast is here to expand upon prior and future blog posts and is centered around having open and honest conversations about the aspects of life we have been misinformed on. Whether that be relationships, religion, culture, you name it, I'm here to talk about it. Each episode, I will be talking about a different topic and inviting guests to talk about their own experiences of miseducation and what they are doing to re-educate themselves. This podcast aims to make you laugh, think and inspire conversations for change. None of us have it right. We have all been miseducated. Today's episode is a minisode and I'm going to be talking about a few lessons that I've learned from university. Um, because your girl is now finished. She's officially finished with university. So I thought, let me share a couple of stories and a few lessons that I've learned from my time here. And so without further ado, let's get into it. like an equivalent of this graduation song tune in britain i don't think we do but like if you can't tell (laughs) it's a graduate i'm a graduate yay (laughs) that was a very lackluster um i did it i did it i did it a year of online um university all from this desk where i'm recording at I did it. I'm so freaking proud of myself. Like, <laughs> thank you, God. <laughs> thank you, God. I just wanted to make it out. 
I just wanted to make it out alive. And I did. Mentally, physically, emotionally, all of it. Some of those I barely made, on some of those I, you know, barely made it out alive. But like, I'm here. We're here and we move and we celebrate. But because obviously I've just finished university, I've been reflecting a lot. Your girl's been reflecting a lot, you know. You kind of walk, like, I'm walking up and down the streets for, like, the very last time. Then, Well, probably one of the very last times that I'm going to be here. Because um, the next time I'll probably be back in Essex will be for, like, my graduation. I say that and then God is going to be like, hey, you're going to move back. You're going to do a master's. You're going to do a PhD. And then I'll be like, <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, just going on walks and stuff has just been really like nostalgic for me because there's so many memories in this place. Um, and so as I have been reminiscing and just, you know, remembering different things here, even now I'm just, oh, so many nice memories here. There's so many good and there's so much bad that has happened. But through all of it, I see that I've grown. And so with this mini episode, because I actually want it to be a mini episode and not just me making noise, um, I wanted to share four lessons that I've learnt while being at university. Wow. <laughs> Firstly, I didn't even want to go to university. I honestly did not even want to go to university, but I just remember my first day here on the campus, like, well, my first official day here on the campus, like walking to like the center of campus and just being like, yeah, I'm supposed to be here. Like I really was so scared for months and months and months. And I kept telling people, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. That's another story within itself. I always say that to you guys. And then I never tell those stories. It's because I want to do a mini episode on those. However, I know myself and I know I'm going to talk for a really long time. So there's no point of me doing that as a mini episode. It's probably going to be like a full length episode. If you guys want that, let me know because I'll do it for you. Anyway, the lessons that I've learned here at the university. Let's go. Let's go. Firstly, when it comes to studying and stuff, because that's the whole point why you're here at university, don't be afraid to ask for help and take advantage of the help available to you. This is more of a personal thing, but like I grew up just kind of, when it came to education and asking people and especially teachers for help, it made me so anxious. I didn't want to do it. I never really asked for help. Um, when I did ask for help, it was like I was on the brink of like, you know, stressing, like overloading myself and just like breaking down. So, um, and it was always a comment that my teachers also said to like my parents at parents evening, they'd be like, she's a good student, but like she struggles by herself and doesn't let anybody else know. And I'm like, okay. So I said to myself when I went to university, Sarah, there are certain things here that you have no idea what to do. You need to ask for help, especially because so I have, so my degree is creative writing and um, literature. I never specifically did literature at school or like I kind of had very 
I never got good grades when it came to the literature side of English. So like ling- English language, I did really well in. Literature, I didn't know what to do. I w- I coasted through it, didn't get good grades, probably shouldn't even have been doing it at degree level, but like, look at God. Um, anyway, so like literature made me quite like panicky and anxious and like really, I had no idea what to do. So when it came to my first essay, my first literature-based essay, I was like, crap, what do I do? What do I do? I'm so, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. I'm so confused. And I think this is one thing I really like about my university is that like in first year, they give you kind of like skills workshops where they like, are like, this is how you write an essay, stuff like that. They weren't technically mandatory, but they were mandatory. So like a lot of people did not go. Um, but I, knowing myself and knowing that I needed help, I had to go, like, I, I went, I'm also a goody-goody two-shoes, so, like, of course, um, school, love school, love books, so, like, I went and stuff like that, but even those things were not enough, because there were specific things, like, the way the question was based, or the way I wanted to answer it, that I still needed help and guidance on, and I think this is in every university, but they have, like, academic hours, academic office hours, like your specific lecturers go and take advantage of that if you are listening to this right now and you are struggling go and take advantage of that like I'm sorry these people are not being paid just to give you a slideshow and then not help you like go ask for help and I think that for me it was like a big step it may seem really small and minuscule in comparison to other things but like going and seeking out help was for me a big step and something that I had to do because I was like if I do not ask this professor for help in this essay I am going to I'm not going to do well here I'm not going to do well here and I'm going to be really really stressed and now I look back at myself now and I'm probably the most annoying student that a professor can have because I will be up in your emails I will be knocking on your door during um academic hours I'm that person because like I'm not gonna fail because like you're not gonna answer any of my questions or I need some clarification like there's nothing wrong with asking for clarification yes you may seem like you're annoying but I don't think no to a degree um but like yeah I don't think there's anything wrong with just being like hey in this class could you clarify this or with this essay I'm thinking of taking it this way what do you think to be honest, I got to a point where I was just really into it and really into like writing essays and stuff because I chose things that I was interested in. Um, and I was like, hey, I want to write about this. This is where I want to take it. What do you think? And a lot of the teachers would, would be like, or a lot of the professors and lecturers and all them would be like, yeah, I like it. It's good. Well done. Go like this. Or they'd be like, think about this. Or they would be like, think about this. Because as much as they can't tell you what to write and they can't read through drafts of your essay they can guide you you know they can give you some guidance but yeah that's number one number two baby (laughs) you better budget for real for real budget I know that for us British students um we get student finance which is basically a loan from the government which we do have to pay back but when it comes into your account for the first time you're like what is it? 
and you see that money in your account for the first time, you're like, I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm rich. So when I saw that first paycheck that was like over a thousand pounds, I said, wow. <laughs> for me, most of it went on my rent because this place is extortionate. But um, I was like, wow, money for me. And as much as like when I first came here, I tried to budget. Literally, I would sit down with myself every Friday and like write out how much money I've spent and collect all my receipts and see how much I've spent and all this different stuff. As much as I thought I was budgeting, I was merely, I was not budgeting. That's, it's not, it wasn't budgeting. I think just be smart with your money. Um, do you need a bus pass? How much is it for the whole year? Is there a student discount? Like use those student discounts. But also like it's not really, and this is something that I've learned more as of, I would say this year, it's not necessarily being cheap with your money and being very stingy with your money. It's more about being smart with your money. Um, so sometimes I would buy the cheapest things, but the cheapest things wouldn't last long. So it's like you want more like longevity and to use the money that you're given smart rather than using it because it's like this is the cheapest thing. I need to buy the cheapest thing. Like you don't have to be like extremely like closed fist with your money, but be smart, be wise and budget. Do you need to get a part time job? Because for me in my first year, it got to a point where I wanted to save to go to America to do Camp America. I also had to pay rent for a room that was very, very expensive. And I also wanted to have like a glimpse of a social life. And all those things needed money, money which I did not have. And so it got to a point where I literally was like, I had to sit down with myself and apply for jobs. And I remember I applied for several different jobs on campus and like around the city as well. And I got a job on campus, which was great because like working on campus, I highly recommend that. Like if you can work on campus or close with your university, because there's always like perks, like you get discounts or like, for instance, I worked at the student nightclub. I always tell people this because I don't know why I'm so proud of this, but like it was a job that like I got myself and really helped me out of a very tight financial space, uh, space or place, whatever. Um, but yeah, get yourself a job. Um, it also came with like the perks of them being mindful of the fact that I am a student and then being like, okay, so you've got a 9am. Okay. We can't put you on road to here. Da, 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 da. It was also really nice to also meet people, um, at your university. And it was a different way to meet people at my university. Cause it's like, we all work together. We all go to the university together. Da, 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 da. Lovely people loved my job. I had the best time as a bartender. Yes. It was unsocial hours. And it was really hard because sometimes it's like you've worked from 11 o'clock at night till four o'clock in the morning and you have classes the next day and you have essays to write. So like my sleeping schedule was off, but like that's the life of a student. But 
it was a great time and I don't regret it. And financially, it really helped me out. I saved a lot. Um, and yeah, I hope that makes sense. But like budget, be wise with your money, be smart with your money. And that being wise and smart is not always equating to being cheap. That's something that I've learned. Be aware and be mindful of the things that you need money for. Be wise, <laughs> be smart, but treat yourself. So that's number two, money. Number three, <laughs> number three is dating. All right. All right. So I told you guys this before and I'm going to tell you again. When I came to university, I came from a hometown where, you know, I was very much involved in church Um very conservative-ish background. People didn't talk about dating. We need to talk about dating, okay? You need to talk about dating with young people because don't let them be a mug like me because the way I was a mug, I was a mug with the... I was a mug. I was a mug. Here's my handle, here's my spout. <laughs> yeah, I was a mug. I was a mug. I really let people treat me like I was a mug because I didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. So like, okay, here's this girl, little black girl from quite a conservative upbringing, Christian church, boys, girls, no mixing, can't even be friends. Um, haven't really been taught about dating, sex, any of that, um, how to do it, how to be wise about it. Um, the only lessons I had ever been taught were from, you know, movies uh, and TV shows. And so when it came to university and when it came to dating, because obviously you go out and you have a social life rah, 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 and you meet people and it's like so fun and you meet a really nice guy and you're like, oh, he's nice. One thing yet, do not give your phone numbers to strangers. Don't do it. I guess be cautious and be wise of who you're giving your phone number to. As my sister once said to me, be aware of those people who ask for your details because a lot of the time they're never really gone and that was very true because the first guy that I met and I was obsessed with him and I talked about him all the time with my friends and I was like I just hope he calls me and you know when he called me six months later <laughs> six months later oh my goodness I even forgot his name I said who are you who are you? And he was like, do you not remember? And I was like, dude, it's been one, two, three. Oh. So just be careful of who you're giving your phone number to. Don't go out with strangers, okay? Don't go out with strangers. Don't do it. I'm not going to elaborate. Don't do it. Just don't do it, okay? I told you first year Sarah did shenanigans, okay? So um, what you're not going to do is go out with strangers, I mean, I have no regrets, no regrets. However, I would be doing a disservice to you if I were to co-sign and tell you, go out and do that reckless thing. Do not be reckless. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's Yes, it is fun. Yes, it's fun. Don't do it though. Don't. Don't do it. And you could come back to it and say, but everybody's a stranger at university. Everybody's in the... Just be, just be cautious. Exercise caution here when you are trying to decide who you want to go out with and 
be around. Just be safe. Just be safe. Lastly, <laughs> lastly, <laughs> I'm actually so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. Why am I saying this story? Okay. If a man ever comes up to you and says, when are you going to cook for me? You don't have to do <laughs> Okay, so my first year, completely different guy to the guy that called me six months later. Um, there was one particular guy who I really liked. He asked me one time if I enjoyed the fire alarm. I don't know why. My friend's who knew me at that time know exactly who this person is um so we'll just call him fire alarm guy so I bumped into him one day and he I was infatuated by him because he was this complete mystery you know those people that are just like oh I don't know what you're about I don't know what you're doing da, 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 da. completely mystery to me and I, we ran into each other and we were talking, very infatuated by him, very intrigued by him. Um, but our intentions were different. Our intentions were different. He just wanted to, you know, friends with benefits. He just wanted wham, bam, thank you, man, goodbye. He just wanted sex. I wanted to get to know a person. I wanted to date. I wanted a relationship. Again, 19. Never been in a relationship before. Didn't know this whole dating game. Um, you know, because I hadn't really been taught about it. Or I hadn't been taught about it in a healthy sense. Um, and so, um, run into each other. We get to talking. And then it gets to a point where he just asks me, when are you going to cook for me? And the mug, <laughs> oh, baby Sarah, I'm not even, I wasn't even a baby, I was 19. Oh, child. The way that I deliberated, <laughs> the way that I deliberated when he said, when you're going to cook for me, and I was like, oh, when am I going to cook for you? And <laughs> it's only, like, I never actually cooked up cooked for him but it's the fact that I deliberated it that I want to talk about because the other day I was listening to an episode of the receipts podcast and Audrey was talking about how like when you're in uni she was telling girls like all of them were saying like you girls in uni don't cook for a boy in uni especially when you're in halls because he's gonna go to your apartment eat food and then go downstairs to another girl and you know like get to know her or have sex with her or whatever is more interesting than somebody else. Like he has all these options. He basically has you so that he can get fed. Don't feed him. <laughs> and I listened to it and I remember being like, wow, I was really a mug because I really deliberated. I was going to make him some nice, nice food as well. <laughs> Bless me. Oh my God. Oh, child, child. When I say child, who? I was so naive. I was just really naive. I didn't know. I didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. 
But yeah, that was all to say, don't cook for a man. Don't cook for someone. Don't cook for some boy just because he asks you to. You are not wife. You are not a mother. You can barely feed yourself. Why are you trying to stress over? <laughs> I can't. Okay, that that was that's point number three. That's point number three. <laughs> I don't know whether any part of this episode has even made sense, but who cares? We move anyway. Last but not least, in a more serious note, take your mental health seriously. Please, 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 please. If there is anything that you take away from this episode, I pray you take your mental health seriously. Like, for real, for real. Take your mental health seriously. Being at university, my cousin once said to me, university is a bubble. University is a bubble. It's not really real life. But when you are in the bubble, it is, it's intense. A university life is a bubble and it's really, really intense. And the stress is unimaginable. And I think sometimes we try to glorify like the hustle and stuff like that. And I am, I am at fault for like perpetuating this thing too, where it's like, you know, constantly in the library at 3am taking pictures like, oh studying so hard but like dude you need to sleep you need like just as I said with money um be you know be wise when it comes to your studies and when it comes to your mental like for your for the sake of your mental health be wise and exercise with caution when it comes to studying and stuff like that it is a stressful environment to be around it can also be very lonely and isolating, especially because of, you know, Pandora's box, um, the pandemic, uh, <laughs> especially because of the circumstances that we are in right now, currently as the world, like it's really easy to just, you know, stay in your room. And I have fallen to this this year myself, where it's so easy to just stay in your room, stay in your house, stay in your flat and not socialize with anybody and it's interesting because I was watching something the other day on loneliness and it was talking about how like when you're alone by yourself when you're alone um and you begin to feel lonely it becomes even harder to reach out to people and say hey I'm alone I'm lonely because you're like oh I don't want to feel like a burden but like it's kind of like a it's like self-sabotaging kind of because it's like I'm alone I feel lonely I want to be around people but I can't reach out to people and it's not that you can't it's the feeling of loneliness makes you not want to reach out to people and I tell you now university student please reach out to people whether it's just calling a friend texting a friend sending a meme something to initiate that conversation I know how hard it is to do that but for real for real for your mental health for your well-being please reach out to somebody um university is an environment 
with high levels of stress. And just because I've enjoyed my experience, this is something that I want to make clear. Just because I've enjoyed my experience at university does not mean that there were shortcomings. My before I came to university, when it came to mental health, it was really easy for me to just kind of like ignore it and kind of get on with it and move on and get over it. I say that in quotations because I thought, okay, oh, oh, I feel really, really sad. Oh, I don't want to get out of bed. That's fine. You know, move on from it. But when it came to university, because as I said, university is a bubble, everything felt very much intensified. The feeling of loneliness intensified. The feeling of stress intensified. All of it just became unbearable at a point. Like, you need to find ways to, like... I guess what I'm really trying to tell you is, like, you need to find ways to take care of yourself. Find ways to take care of yourself. It could be exercise, going to the gym, going for a walk, going for a walk with friends, calling your parents. Call your parents. I'm even telling myself, I'm I'm more telling myself that than I am I'm telling you. Because <laughs> there were times I never called my parents. I never called my parents. I don't know why. Maybe I thought I was too cool. I'm not too cool for my mum and my dad. I need them. I love them. And the amount of times I would call them crying. You need your parents. Don't think just because you're at uni that you're no longer a child. You are still a child. <laughs> Take it. Take it. Um, call your parents. Um call family call a friend call home you are not too big or too grown to call home call home um but yeah take your mental health seriously um give yourself breaks regular breaks you do not need to be studying consistently for six hours straight eight hours straight you do not need to have sleepless nights of you know studying no you're not gonna do that you need to sleep You need to eat as well. Make sure you're eating as well. Make sure you're drinking water. Like just take care of yourself. Take good care of yourself. Because how, yes, you can function. Yes, you can work without sleep and you can still do that essay and it may get a first or a really good grade or whatever it is in your country and wherever you are in the world. You may get good grades. However, you've literally depleted your whole body just for a good grade you no baby girl baby boy baby non-binaries whatever baby you want to be take care of yourself take care of yourself and if that means that it gets to a point where you need to go to a gp and you need to talk to somebody that's okay that's okay if you need to talk to your university and get extensions do that ask for help seek out help it's okay If that means you need to go to therapy or, you know, peer support or a group setting or whatever it is, that's okay. It's okay. But even though I know it's really, really hard to seek out help, I know, trust me, your girl knows. Do it anyway. Because overall, and this is something that I want you to take away from this. You are the most important person. You are the most important person. Not your grades. Not that boy that won't text you back and is probably going to text you in like three months. Not him. Not your grades. Not your social life. Not how much money you can spend. Or how much money is in the bank. 
you are the most important person when it comes to university. Not even your freaking degree is as important as your well-being. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. So, what lessons have you learned from university? Slash, what lessons are you learning from university if you're still at uni? Let me know by following Miss Educate on social media. The handle is at miss.educate. And let me know the next topic that you want to hear about. Also, don't forget to catch up on blog posts at miseducateblog.com and add your email to the subscription list so that you don't miss out on new posts. And check out the description for resources referenced in this episode and continue to watch, read, listen, educate, and then re-educate yourself. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to rate, review, and share this podcast with a friend. And tune in next time for another discussion on the Miss Educate podcast. Goodbye. I don't know why I'm so extra with the endings, but like I feel like it needs to have a little bit of pizzazz. But either way, bye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.